What up, y'all? I'm JT, Chef Tickles, the Alaskan Sniper. I'm here with your boy, Chris Easy, Deuces Minus One, and Chris Evans. What up, what up? We're joined here with our man, Big Daddy, the boy himself, Faraz Sani. What it do, baby? Let's get into it. This is Hoop Session. All right, cool. What's up, boys? Welcome. Welcome, welcome. What it do? What it do? Big days for Hoop Session uh, history. We got our first episode uploaded uh, to YouTube. Uh, by the time you're hearing this, it will be past that, but um, we just kind of got it uploaded onto YouTube. First steps, getting closer to our release date right before the season starts. Obviously, December 1st, tomorrow, we got the November rock and still. These guys uh, got off the train real quick. <laughs> uh, so I'll dive right into it for you two guys, okay? So I'm going to rapid fire, go through some topics and kind of see what some headlines over the last weekend and, and see what you guys feel like talking about. So we had uh, Nate Robinson and Jake Paul squaring off in the ring. I don't know <laughs> what the fuck was going on with all that uh, promoting. And there was a rumor that it was, the, the purse was only like $150 for Nate Robinson, but he got knocked the fuck out. He went to sleep. Um, Clay Thompson done for the season. He was my pick for first team, all defense. Uh, as I was listening back to our first episode there, uh, so that is completely gone out the window. Torn, um, torn Achilles, same as KD there. And a big signing that we saw, Boogie to the Rockets, right? He's been another guy that's had that Achilles injury. He's had that quad injury. Um, he signs with the Rockets. Now all of a sudden the smallest team in the league goes to being really big with Westbrook and Harden as your backcourt and, and Boogie there. And then some big things coming out from uh, Stephen Curry, coming out with his own brand. That's huge. That's next level shit. That's boss moves for Steph Curry and, and his whole family there. So who wants to go first? Anybody want to pick something out of that uh, list of uh, topics there? Um, I want to talk just about Clay being done for the season. Yeah. Yeah, it's that's it sucks, man. Two seasons, basically, a season and a half that Clay's gone. It's just brutal loss for the Warriors, but I think it's a bigger loss just for NBA fans in general. It sucks like having one of these guys who's very well liked by probably I don't I don't think anybody hates Clay Thompson or like yeah. has any disdain to towards him. So I'm like, oh, he's done for the season. Like I was really excited to see his comeback. I was really excited to see him play again. But like now we gotta wait till 2021 and the 2021 at the latest at the earliest, sorry. Early, so it's yeah. probably probably gonna be a completely different clay when he comes back after two major, major injuries. So yeah. I still think the Warriors should have picked up Melo in the draft, but it mm -hmm. probably was too – they probably didn't have enough scouting on him or something like that just because the fact that they went with Wiseman, they probably – was a good decision just because they probably needed that center position locked down. And then when Clay does come back, what, what are you going to do with Melo? Just trade him, but you can't really do that because mm -hmm. he's just a rookie, right? So I think they should have picked up Melo, but it was very smart to pick up Wiseman. But then uh, it sucks, man. It just really sucks. Like, really want to see him and Steph play together because Steph by himself is one thing, but Steph with Clay is a whole nother beast. So that's yeah. uh, sad days for Clay Thompson, I'd say. Yeah, I think you hit the nail on the head there on a lot of points. You know, in terms of the drafting for Warriors, I think um, obviously they knew this information before it got released to us, right? Like, there's a point of time between us learning on Instagram and the Warriors finding out. So their draft um, 
you know, their draft strategy, I'm sure was set a couple of days before even. Um, and they're trying to win. They're still trying to be relevant now. Right. So they filled the position that they need and they knew, I guess they had that trade in the works for, um, for uh, Kelly Oubre and they still got Andrew Wiggins there as well. So, you know, they got some experience and they're going to try to drive for it. But uh, Faraz, what do you think out of that list of things there? Yeah, man. Uh, I want to talk about the most uh, not talked about move of the of the offseason, man. I think the boogie to the Rockets is going to be a, <clears throat> a pretty big what-if scenario there. Um, you're talking about a player who age-wise is in the prime of his prime right now. Um, injuries have slowed him down, obviously. Um, he's had some big setbacks. Um, and he is, he is a big man, and uh, generally they are more injury-prone, which is unfortunate. Um, but I feel like people have kind of forgotten about him. But if Boogie can even come back at 80% of what he was, um, I mean, you're talking about in his prime Sacramento days, I mean, he was a 28-12 and 12 machine. Uh, I'll take I'll take eighty percent of that. <laughs> and that you have Russ and Harden too. And you have Russ and Harden. I think the that I think they'll get along well. Um, they'll need to feed Boogie in the post a little bit more, and I think if they let him work, that frees up a lot of space for Harden as well. Yeah. yeah. What do you think about you know? This is kind of just off the cuff, but you know, Boogie and Westbrook both on the floor together. Honestly, I feel like that kind of clogs it even more for Harden. You think it, like, it, it could, it could clog it. Um, I think that pick and that pick and pop would be nice with those two men or that pick and roll with Westbrook and Boogie. Yeah. Cause uh, Boogie back in the day, you couldn't stop him once he, once he got the ball down there, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, I could just see Westbrook at getting at least four to five assists a game with Boogie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so true. They're definitely going to dominate physically. I'm just kind of thinking yeah. long term in terms in, in, into the playoffs, right? Like you could essentially have one guy guarding Westbrook and Boogie on the weak side, and have another guy help side, right? And then as it gets swung, first guy just goes to the ball. But you know, that's down the road. Hopefully, he can stay healthy. That's the big thing for Boogie that's right the, now. That's the biggest thing, man. Yeah, 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 exactly. But I think all those guys, they're all those guys are kind of. Uh, you know, come across as being like uh, conflict oriented players or something that people will get into fights and stuff like that. But I think they're all just like hoopers. They're just passionate hoopers. They're all down to win, I think. And I think, you know, they still have PJ Tucker. Um, You know, I think they actually lost quite a bit in the off season, but it should still be interesting when you got those guys. All right. For sure. They lost Covington. Uh, I believe they lost. uh, They lost Austin Austin Rivers. Rivers. Yeah, yeah awesome yeah. as well. Yeah, they lost <laughs> some somebody else as well, but um, they lost Capella mid season last year. True, true. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but they still have Gordon as well, so that's a nice five right there, right? That's yeah, nice I think Boogie, Rockets right there. Boogie with his like time with Golden State, I think he's going to become once he's at full strength, he's going to become like a great player just because he's yeah. learned from that championship organization. He's played with Clay, Steph, Draymond all those guys in the Warriors, and then you put him on a team with Harden and Russ, you're like, okay, like he knows how to play with superstars now, whereas in Sacramento and for the most part, I mean, AD in New Orleans, but in Sacramento, he was always the man and he sort of was the man in New Orleans too, but now he's learning mm-hmm. to play with guards, especially who are better than him. So I think yeah. in the Golden State era, that sort of 
help helps him and like hopefully he'll succeed with the Rockets. Yeah, great point. And also not to mention he borderline just won a championship with the Lakers as well, right? He was there before he got That's hurt. True. So you're right. He's just been around the winning culture and, and kind of like what does the team need to do, right? Not not just about Bogey Cousins. So as we jump ahead here, the, the Christmas Day games got released. Some big news that kind of just dropped. We don't even have the full schedule yet, but the end, uh, Christmas Day games got released. Full slate of games like we expected, five games. Um, we'll probably start, you know, somewhere in the range of like 10, 10, 30 a.m. for us here on the West Coast. Uh, but we got the Heat Pelicans. We got the Warriors and the Bucks. We got Nets and Boston. We got the Champs, Lakers, and Mavericks. And we got the Clippers and Nuggets. So for us, run us through Heat Pelicans. What do you think is going to go on there first game early on? So I think that I think uh, to be honest with you, I think that's going to be a high-scoring game. I think it's going to be a the Pelicans young core, it's going to, it's going to be, they're going to be a fun team to watch, man. Uh, they've quietly been building uh, <clears throat> a little bit, ba- a little young base there. That's just going to be, I mean, you got Zion, man. When you have Zion leading the highlight reel every night, yeah. um, I think that's going to be a good matchup to see Bam and Zion, uh, Jimmy and Ingram going at it will be very, very good to watch. Nice. Um, I'd like to see, I'd like to see what Lonzo's developed over the off season because I'm a I'm a big disbeliever in 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 the kid, uh, and I'm waiting for him to prove me wrong. Uh, <laughs> um, with with the Heat, you usually think there's going to be a lot of defense played. I think in in this game, there's going to be a lot of offense. I think it's going to be a lot of going back and forth. There's going to be a lot of jawing. I think it could end up being a little chippy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that game is quite interesting too, especially because it's only the second game of the season for the teams, right? Mm-hmm. So the d- defense, yeah. you're starting training camp today, yeah. December 1st, but defense is going to be out of the question for that first mm-hmm. 10, 15 games, most likely. Either it's going to be a very mm-hmm. poorly offensive game, but the defense isn't going to be. <laughs> I don't think defense is going to be a thing till midseason. Nobody's really, everybody's still feeling each other out. Preseason, probably nobody's really played. But I think I personally think the Heat get got so disrespected to get put in the morning game after wow. being NBA Finals runner-up. Yeah, like I know the league. Yeah. The league's really trying to push Zion and like, like you said, get that Zion money, right? Like that's yeah. the big attraction for the. That's the face of the league, supposedly. But I think the Heat should definitely have gotten more of a prime time spot on Christmas Day, which is very disrespectful to Jimmy and that crew. Who would you like to have um, see match up against Boston? I'd like to. I'd like basically the Heat and the Nets to switch places. I'd like to see yeah. a Boston Heat because that was the Eastern Conference Finals last mm-hmm. year. The Nets, Good yes, point. they do have KD, they do have Kyrie, but both those guys haven't played in over like mm-hmm. in a year or so. So mm-hmm. I'll put the Nets up in the first mo- first morning game. Yes, you do get that interesting K- KD and Kyrie playing. But like everybody's yeah. gonna be, watch their first game anyways, whenever December twenty second or twenty third. So I mean, I personally think it should be Heat lower later in the more prime time games. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Next, I would have liked Heat Bucks. Heat Bucks rematch would have been nice. nice. Yeah, yeah. Moving on, that's the next yeah. game, right? So Bucks Warriors. Um, obviously, everybody was kind of expecting Warriors to be right back at the top. We just kind of talked about Clay, but Bucks got better, right? You'd hope so, at least. They essentially upgraded um, Bledsoe for Drew Holiday. So they have two solid guards there that will go up against Steph and uh, 
you know, probably Ubre, I guess, technically would be the shooting guard over there. So I think that's going to be a pretty, uh, a pretty good game, to be honest. I think opposite of what you said about the Heat Pelicans, I think it's going to be a kind of a defensive game. I think the Bucs are going to lock down. Steph is going to be, I think, rusty from not playing for 10 months or so, or however long it's been. And I think, honestly, it's going to be from the day's games. I think that's going to be the dud, unfortunately. I like the Bucks. I like watching the Warriors play. Where with no no clay, that's like a two what maybe like a two p.m. start here in, in San Fran. That it'll probably be, or it'll probably be. I think it's a, it's the eleven thirty game. It's the eleven thirty oh, okay. game on the West Coast. Eleven thirty a.m. West Coast, but they're playing in Milwaukee. Yeah, that would make sense. Yeah, yeah. So you know, I think that might be the dot of the game. That's when you go walk the dog or something like that. That's <laughs> when you grab some brunch, right? Open some prezzies, uh, <laughs> FaceTime with, with FaceTime with mom or something like that. But um, you never know. Steph has that ability to go off for forty. Drew Holiday, I would I can't wait to see him with Giannis. So obviously I'm going to be watching them. But um, yeah, I think that I think the the better games are later in the day for sure. Nets Boston, what do you guys think about that? Kraz, Nets, your team, KD. Oof. Uh, that's the that's the game I'm most looking forward to seeing KD play. Uh, it's going to be primetime TV. Um, it's going to be going up against a tough team in Boston. Um, and I think uh, if all goes well, I think KD's going to put on a show to remember, man, to, to kind of show everyone that he's back. Now, Remind the world. I can see KD as much as I love you, Chris, I can see Katie putting up a 50-piece on Boston. Hey, man, I, I, I see it too, man. Everybody, all eyes yeah. are on him Christmas Day, all, 2 p.m. All eyes? All eyes, man. He's going to say, fuck everyone. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Who's, that, who's guarding him for the uh, the Celtics there? Who's going to start guarding him? Marcus Smiley or Jalen Brown? I want to put Jalen Brown on him. A little yeah, he needs yeah. yeah. Smart, smart is good, but too small. There's, unfortunately, yeah. he, he can't do anything. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he'll he'll try for a bit, but yeah, he's too small. Yeah. Who, who else did they pick up as a big there, Chris, in Boston? I forgot. Big? Yeah, they picked up a big. They lost Cantor and they picked up someone. I'm drawing a blank. Yeah. Fuck. But either way, either way, I don't think. Oh, Tristan anybody. Thompson. That's who it was. Tristan Thompson. That's actually yeah, not Tristan a bad matchup for KD. Tristan Thompson obviously is a little yeah. bit older now. And he's got all the- I'd love to see Tristan Thompson guard KD. Oh man. <laughs> Oh man, man, back with Cle- Cleveland and Warriors. He he did okay. He tried. He was there. KD <laughs> he also is just has KD on his team. <laughs> yeah, yeah. KD is just KD, man. Man, that game, that that's Boston game. I'm interested, just obviously because I'm a Boston fan. But I lost. I was robbed of the opportunity for three games last season to see Kyrie play Boston. That man what? ducked every single game against Boston last season. Oh. <laughs> I remember. Like I went, like he never played against Boston at home or away, but he could have played in TD Garden in Boston, but then he decided to take a few more days for his injury to recover from his injury. Bro, he was injured. So so this man literally ducked the entire city of Boston, booing him in person twice. Um, And especially on TV against Brooklyn, in Brooklyn, this guy just literally – Walked away. He walked away from my team, and I, I was robbed of the opportunity to absolutely hate on him. So this game is circled <laughs> on my calendar. 
you'll I will be watching this game right in front of the TV, yelling at Kyrie. <laughs> oh shit! This is this, is, like this is the game I needed last season as like closure for Kyrie leaving, but I never got <laughs> it. So all that hatred is just gonna come back up. Honestly, dude, that's fair. As a diehard Boston fan like you are, man, Kyrie, I, I like the dude. He's obviously a disgusting hooper, but, like, even as a dude, like, I like him. I think I would like him, but that, that's true, man. He did it. He ducked it. He easily could have played. Like, that's something like, you know, LeBron went back to Cleveland right back after, right? Yeah. LeBron, uh, um, KD played in uh, Oklahoma City. Like, he did that shit. Kyrie ducking like that, that's pretty shitty, man. Yeah. That's pretty shitty, actually. Yeah. And I, I was like on the Kyrie train, man. You guys know. Like, I was all yeah. hyped up on Kyrie. Like, yeah. uh, poor Isaiah Thomas got traded for him. But I got <laughs> so hyped on Kyrie. I have a Kyrie jersey who I now, now duct tape the back and put Cantor on the back of number 11. <laughs> so it's like, come on. Like, yeah. it broke, broke, all, broke the entire city of Boston's heart, man. <laughs> Disrespectful. Oh, he deserves man. it. <laughs> Bro, bro said he grabbed the microphone and said he wanted his jersey retired there. And then, then he fucking – and then he what? does that. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, and also, like, this is kind of going off on the side, but, like, in Cleveland, too, uh, reportedly he said either trade me or I'm getting knee surgery. <laughs> you know, so he knows how, he, he knows what he's doing over there. Um, <laughs> Him and his flat earth theory. <laughs> uh, so the fourth uh, game of the day – uh, Lakers Mavericks. They're putting LeBron against Mini LeBron there. That is going to be a fucking unreal game. You know, Ma- uh, Luca, I think, is the favorite right now to be MVP. So I think that's going to be great. Hopefully, KP is back and healthy. I'm not too sure about their roster down there uh, in, in uh, Dallas, but obviously, I'm going to be watching these Laker games um, with LeBron. Dude, eight, um, Jared Dudley just resigned. Thank God. One year vet minimum. Oh, oh my god, that's that was the piece. piece right there, that's boys. the piece. That's the piece, <laughs> man. That's the glue. What that's have I told Lucas you guys? Shopper. That's the glue. <laughs> that's the NBA Lucas champion Shopper. Jared Dudley to you. Yo, yo, <laughs> all all fun games though. Every good team could use a fucking Jared Dudley, man. Hundred percent, bro. 100%. Every good team. Yeah. Yeah. I like to make fun, but yeah. <laughs> Dude's in the league for a reason. He's getting paid multiple millions of dollars. Like exactly, obviously mad respect, but yeah, um, exactly. Yeah, funny looking character. Um, yeah, going to be a great game. Uh, obviously, that's going to be in in LA as the defending champs. I'm hoping that they'll make that ring ceremony night. I don't know if they'll do it on opening night. That might make more sense, but I'm hoping that might be uh, opening uh, ring ceremony night there on Christmas Day. So, Chris Mavericks, what do you think Luca's going to come out with? I don't know. I really hope he balls out. I think Luca has that, like, killer instinct in him now, especially after that playoff run and hitting that crazy shot against the Clippers. I know they didn't win that series, but they did put up a good fight. KP was sort of in and out of that series as well. So, I think this season is Dallas' season to make statement, and I think that statement will be made on Christmas Day. LeBron might not want to play, might be able to play only 15, 20 minutes because fuck, they went to the finals. They they are on what two months rest before yeah. going back to their season. So I think the Lakers, I think the Lakers start out real sluggish for the first 10, 12 games of the season. And I can see the Mavs stealing this one right in prime time, every in front of everybody, I think. 
I do think the uh, ring ceremony will happen first game of the season, though. It won't happen on mm-hmm. Christmas Day just because there's yeah. too much shit going on for a Christmas Day game. Yeah, fair. So you're like, you want that ring ceremony to be its own separate hype thing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. What do you think LeBron's going to come out with for us? Sorry? What do you think LeBron's going to come out with there? What do I think LeBron's going to come out with in that game? Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, fuck, that's going to be an, that's going to be a nice game to watch, man. Uh, I think LeBron and Luca are going to have a head-to-head matchup, uh, like worthy of Christmas Day. I think it's going to be a triple double for both dudes. Yeah, that'd be nice. I'd love I think it's one that. of those games. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then Chris, last game of the day, there, Clippers Nuggets. What do you think? What are you looking to expect there from Jamal Murray and Kawhi? Oof. I think, like, obviously, obviously, this revenge game was going to go on this Christmas Day schedule. I mean, Nuggets came back from 3 1 down. But being like a former Hooper and stuff like that, like, I don't think any of the Clippers, other than maybe Pat Bev, give a shit that they lost 3 1. Like, they, they seem like, okay, they're whatever. Kawhi is more of like a calm, like, even, or what's it called? Even minded guy. Doesn't really get too high, doesn't really get too low. So I think. It's just going to be another game for those guys. But I think the Nuggets really want to put their stamp on that game to show like, hey, last season wasn't a fluke. We're just, we really want to make a statement this season. I think that's the game they're looking forward to the most. Clippers are like, oh, whatever, we're playing Christmas Day, no big deal. The one thing I do like about that is it is in Denver. Yeah. So it's not in Clippers. So Clippers do have to travel. So it's like even extra, not stress, but like, baggage they're carrying on the road to them to a place where the team that's waiting for them basically came back and beat them and shocked the whole NBA world really and made them a laughing stock of the league for the most for this summer for the most part like everybody wanted Clips Lakers right exactly yeah and you know losing Montrezl Harrell on energy type guy on the road in Denver is we know a tough place to play that's going to be a big piece of it. I don't know if they're going to just take it as another game. It might be their chance to be like, hey, this is the time to save face and actually like tell you guys like what we're planning to do this season. Thanks for stopping by to sesh with us. If you like what we're doing, like, share, subscribe, tell a friend, tell your neighbor, tell your dog. Peace.